0: So, what Subway was able to provide to Walmart was something that's called the health halo. Now, listen, I've been to heaven a bunch of times. I've known so many fucking angels in my life. You saw Jesus. I saw Jesus cry. It was
1: crazy. Wait, what's the kid's name again?
0: Colton Burpo. Yeah, I fucking me We're and Colton doing Burpo. That episode. I smoke I, we are do? I have a whole <laughs> I have a whole plan for us to do like not just Colton Burpo but I know we got to do the, all gotta the, gotta do like, the lie I books. Died. We got to do the lie books.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: we there's a couple angles that we could take, but I think lie books I don't know
1: what that is. Books that are lies. Oh. Like books that someone made up. Oh, a child yeah. called It. Stuff there's, like so that. Ma- there's so we many t- those. T- we t- we'll, we'll We'll discuss yeah, more after this. Totally. The Bible.
0: But the health halo effect that, well, New Testament, but the Old Testament's real. Uh, the health halo effect that Subway was able to put over Walmart was the same health halo that Subway had over its little green and yellow head. Now, you might ask, Brace, what is a health halo? That's basically where it's not a very complicated concept, where your food is essentially seen as healthy, right? So because of Subway's advertising campaigns, right, and so much of it was about like you know six grams of fat, like low fat foods, and then of course when once they rolled Jared's funky ass out, you know like look this guy lost all this weight eating our product, which is by the way a pretty radically different strategy than most fast food corporations had to advertise their product, right? So not only do you have that like pretty immediate divergence in advertising tactics with Subway and these other, you know, these other companies, you had a healthy advertising campaign. So I read a few studies to this effect and there's a quite a lot of literature actually out there about the health halo effect, but particularly in relation to Subway. And in one study that I think sums up the way a lot of these are run and the results of a lot of the other ones are, for instance, they took people who are regular diners at Subway, right? And they put 2,000 calories worth of McDonald's in front of them and 2,000 calories worth of Subway in front of them. Mm. Same amount of calories, two unhealthy meals, equally unhealthy. I mean, calories, there's more to it than that. But there, there was other metrics by which they were basically similar meals, Right. Right. And those subway diners would basically always be like the sub. That's considerably like they would. They would estimate a, about the subway meals were about twenty three percent healthier than the McDonald's meals, even though it was essentially the same amount bad for you. Interesting. If that makes any sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, so this was, this was, there's also a sort of upselling tactic to this too because, uh, you know, something that if a, if a restaurant has a sort of health halo around it, people will go there and they'll order something, believing it's healthy, right? And if people believe that the the main course they're ordering is healthy, they'll get an unhealthy dessert or an unhealthy soda to treat themselves for being good. Mm. This is like a really common thing that people do. Yeah. I think I probably do that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the problem is subway sandwiches are not healthy. And so it actually ends up with people eating even unhealthier than they would, you know, maybe they go to McDonald's, they get a cheeseburger, but they get a Diet Coke, right? Because they're like, I know this fucking cheeseburger is bad for me. But at Subway, they think that like, you know, 12-inch meatball sub is good for them because it's from Subway. So they'll get like a big-ass fucking motherfucking Mountain Dew Code Red and a bag of those crazy funky chips and one of those, I got to say, delicious cookies.
1: (laughs) I mean, Subway fucking cruised on this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, their first national campaign with Jared, like we said, was in 2000. It was January 1st, 2000, which that also, unlicensed private injective, I'm going to say, I think it's because of Y2K. It fried everyone's brains.
0: Y2K was real. You hear, I mean, this is, this is the thing. Everyone talks about Y2K hoax, Y2K hoax, Y2K hoax. There was a hoax. The hoax is that it didn't happen.
1: Right. It did happen. Y2K was real. It happened, and everyone got fucking
0: Jared Subway fever. Exactly. Do you remember what happened in the past 23 years? It was insane. Of course Y2K happened, dude. So we're going to play the first motherfucking ad for you right now. Here is Jared Fogle. You may have seen him on the news or a talk show. He was inspired by Subway's great-tasting sandwiches. Jared believes in an active lifestyle, including lots of walking. At the heart of Jared's
1: routine are Subway sandwiches.
0: Hey, Jared. Hey, guys. This ad is immediately a huge success, and Subway sees dollar signs when they're looking at Jared's jiggling ass walking down the street in that advertisement. So he starts touring the country sharing his story.
1: Yeah, I don't really know exactly what that means. I'm assuming he's going to malls and mm-hmm. uh, middle schools, local churches. Yes. Kind
0: of the whole, like, everywhere braces banned from.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> middle schools, elementary schools, all mm-hmm. schools, really. I he's for there them for trying to teach the kids. Yeah, he's there just talking about Subway sandwiches. America has Jared Fever, and their only cure is bigger pants. And I cannot find exactly when. I really tried to find this out when the pants were debuted because it wasn't in the first commercial. But soon the big pants are everywhere. And I will say something about those
0: pants, too is there are quite a few... So we've talked before on the show about Jesus Christ's foreskin, right? What? About the foreskin of Jesus Christ, have the we? Son of God. Yeah. We did with, with Matt and Chris from Chapel Trap House. Oh, yes. Okay. So much like how there were several copies of Christ's foreskin. Oh, I see. Kind of like a test pressing. Yeah. Being paraded about Europe in the years that people were trying to see stuff like that, which I still would, but they don't have it anymore. Jared's pants, there were like multiple copies of Jared's pants. And I, I'm not saying that Jared just had one pair of jeans, right? I'm sure the guy had a lot of pants.
1: Wait, are you, there wasn't just one pair of pants? It wasn't just one pair of pants. I thought it was kind of like Brotherhood of Traveling Pants. No,
0: well, it was, it was a large Brotherhood of Traveling Pants because there was a lot of those pairs of pants scattered around the country. And I've heard from various listeners about pants in their towns, pants that were purchased even by their city governments that it took a couple of years after Jared's arrest to actually take down from their pride of place. Fake
1: pants. Well, I don't know if
0: they're fake pants. They're real pants and at some point they might have belonged to Jared. I think the question of authenticity lays in, did he wear those pants when he was a big fat guy? Because if he just purchased those pants after the fact, they're still technically Jared's pants, but they're not pants that he could wear with any, you know, degree of real realistic looking, filling out.
1: Well, the pants catch on. Mm-hmm. People are obsessed. They start going into Subway, and they're like, whatever Jared's having, I want that. That's crazy. That's so crazy. We are crazy. We are a fucking crazy country. This nation should be annihilated. <laughs> yes, and ashamed. Subway is getting like 200 to 250 letters a month from people saying that they lost weight on the Subway diet, just like Jared, which, I, you know, I want to say like, That's great. I think that's great.
0: I think that's wonderful.
1: Yeah, I do. It's hard for me. I don't want to say, it's like, I don't want to talk too much shit. Wait, here's the thing the guy's a pedophile, so I can talk a little bit of shit. Yeah, he
0: does. He is a pedophile. Yes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But I do want to say that losing weight is really hard. It's really fucking hard for a lot of people in this country for a whole Mm -hmm. host of reasons. and like you, even like you said about, you know, especially places where it's not even walkable and it's hard to, you know, yeah. find new activities or whatever, whatever. And so for even like 200, 250 people to be saying that they're losing weight through this weird two sandwich a day diet thing is, you know, no pun intended, massive. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely is. And I support anyone who's like doing anything like that, though I don't think you should do it with Subway, but whatever works. So sales
0: skyrocketed. For Subway, like we said. So they went from $3.6 point six billion in 1999 to $5.77 the punk number, in 2002, in large part due to Jared's funky face out there in the motherfucking ads. So he is immediately on Oprah, right? Oh, yeah. One of the most beautiful women ever made. He's on the Today Show. Herself a yo-yo dieter. Yeah, what's up with famously. that? Because isn't she like a diet? I don't really know that much about Oprah. What?
1: Yeah. Oh my God! Do you know that we lesbian? had to watch Oprah in school? She's a lesbian. We had this really weird theology teacher who I think was drunk, and she would just make us like our freshman, my freshman year in high school. Theology? Yeah, because I went to Catholic yeah, yeah, school. Yeah, know, I know. But um, and Oprah. she, no, I think she was drunk, and she would just roll roll in the old TV on the stand. Everyone yeah. loves that. Yeah. And we would just watch episodes of Oprah all day in class That's which so sick. about like relationships and rape and stuff.
0: Most of our shit was sallow.
1: <laughs> they just played Sal That's every terrible. couple of days for us. Anyway, Jared, uh, we probably watched the Jared episode. He's on Oprah, Today Show, my favorite show. South
0: Park, which declares that, well, frankly, I'll just play it now.
1: Well, eating sub sandwiches was a big part of it. But the way that I lost so
0: much weight was that I got AIDS. Super Bowl ads. And in fact, I will say this. He was in the most remembered Super Bowl ad too. So it wasn't just a Super Bowl ad. It was a fucking hit Super Bowl ad. So- They actually had his freaky little greasy fingers
1: carry the Olympic torch to Salt Lake City. Yeah, America's like, this is our guy. Jared is our guy. Jared's our guy. That you know, and then you know, you got celebrities are like clamoring to be in ads with Jared. You got Michael Phelps, Michael Strahan, Tony Parker, John Cena, all of the early two thousand yeah. hits. By the way, man, that was a that's a so I know right who there. Michael
0: Phelps is because he's the mutant who smoked marijuana. Like, he's got fins or whatever. Who's Michael Strahan?
1: He's—well, now he's on—it's not the Today show but—is uh, he on Kathy—or— um, He's one of those kind of guys. What's the fucking—I'm so old, I want to say Regis and Kathy Lee, and neither of those people are on that show, but it's that show.
0: Yeah, okay. But he's like a daytime guy?
1: Yeah, but he was a football player before. Tony Parker? Well, basketball player.
0: And John Cena, of course, the wrestler. Sure. And Jared, I believe, appeared in WWF at one point as well. Uh, I've seen the footage of it, but it's a little too dark for me to recount here. Um, you know, Subway actually was like, listen, we got this one, Jared. What if we put out a couple of other Jared's? There's a good article by Kate Um, Remember her from the trial? I do. Uh, who I guess is on the pedophile beat at the Daily Beast, but she talks about other including a firefighter Jared with a way better jingle than Jared ever had. Clay Henry.
1: His name is Henry, Clay
0: Henry. He's a fireman and a Jared fan from Subway. And they also debuted a couple of black Jareds who not only were black, but identical twins.
1: Herman and Sherman Smith lost 100 pounds each with the
0: help of Subway low-fat sandwiches and exercise.
1: For seven months, we ate nothing but Subway.
0: And cousins of somebody i wrote cousins in the notes but (laughs) they can't be be identical twins cousins cousins. well i think the concept here and this is a concept that will actually come (laughs) up a lot during this i think the concept is 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 twin flames you know what i mean so it's like these two lights sort of found each other in the darkness of space and they're cousins
1: by the way, the other day Brace texted me something. He's like, "Oh yeah, this is like a twin flame thing." And I and he it's started. About Jared. You started going on about something else, and I was like, "I need to stop you right there." When did you? F- you just found out about like this three concept? Three weeks ago. I thought it just meant and soulmates. how and what. It's a little different. I heard someone say it's it in like, like a sarcastic way, like Tumblr ass. Really? Oh yeah. Concept. But doesn't it just mean soulmates? I think people would say it's a little different. It's, like, gayer than that? Yeah, you could have a twin flame that's not soul Because it can be, like, a twin flame that's also, like, very... Your enemy? Not your enemy, but, yeah, like a Harry Potter, what's-his-face situation. Azkaban. No.
0: You're right. Voldemort. Voldemort, <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. What's Azkaban?
1: I don't know, but you, you threw it out there. The Prisoner
0: of... That's one of the names of the books. I, I don't know. I, don't, I only got to the second one.
1: Here's the thing. By 2003... Subway's like, oh, I'm getting kind of sick of Jared. And I don't blame him. He's a pedophile. Yeah. But Well, they didn't know that yet, but. Well, maybe. Eh, a couple years later, yeah. Um Subway's like, we gotta look into let's look at some other things. I think Subway's getting a little big for its britches. It's yeah. like we could pivot off Jared. We're fine. We don't need Jared. We it's don't like, need Jared. No, you need the fucking pedophiles. You fuck it here's the
0: thing. You got to understand is you might think of Jared Fogel as just some motherfucking big pants pedophile freak and you'd be right. He is a
1: wretched piece of shit.
0: But Subway needed him and Subway soon found that out.
1: Yeah, I mean I think they they basically, you know, things were looking a lot easier for them when they were like, "Oh, we can just say we're not McDonald's. Oh, we're not Burger King. Oh, we're not Taco Bell. Easy peasy, right?" But by two thousand three, two thousand four, all these other chains are popping up that people are like. Everyone's like, "Ooh, the, what's this Panera Bread? Ooh, what's cozy? Like this is a, oh, this what's feels cozy? like a real. This feels like a real bistro style, fast casual place. I'm gonna go here. And Subway's like, "Shit, we gotta like pivot. We're gonna market some other way. So they tried to get it out of the Jared business, but it didn't work very well.
0: Subway also has been, you know, subject to some bad press. Yeah, famously, people didn't know whether their tuna was real. Mm-hmm. Some people with working olfactory senses are disgusted by the uh, scent of Subway, which comes from the combination of the bread being baked and the cookies being baked, by the way. It's, there's unfortunately no grosser secret. Uh, from massaging the, the mayonnaise into the tuna and – You know, they've they've been beset by controversy after controversy. And the one thing that has stood with them like a rock in the storm has been Jared Fogle. And I want to say something about Jared's tenure and long tenure as a spokesman. And I think we maybe mentioned this in the first episode. I'm sure that if I scoured the history books, there's other examples of somebody who was this much of a human mascot, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, companies have had spokesmen before. We mentioned Grimace, right? You know, he was a real guy. A lot of people don't know that. The Burger King, you know, actually they
1: debuted. Hi- yeah, I don't
0: like. The yeah, King. actually, a cousin of the Kaiser, pretty close to him. Um, but Jared Fogle was is one of the few examples that you can actually get who is not only not a fictional character, but a real guy who was not like created. I mean, he was created by Subway in many ways, but who came to Subway kind of already formed a little bit in what he was, right? Mm. And, you know, one of the main things, I think, about Jared is that he's boring, you know? Mm. Like, Jared is just, like, he's a guy who's, like, the most plain-looking Midwest kind of, like, corn-fed, well, I guess Taco Bell-fed individuals that you could possibly conjure out, you know? He's fucking—he's got these little glasses. He's kind of got this short hair— you know, one of those like nondescript, just shirts. You know, some pants, and he talks in this way that is like neither. Uh, it's he's not funny. He's he's you know, he's just sort of like there, right? Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's just a human mascot, a human figurehead, and I got to say, like, he is an extraordinarily, except for his rapacious sexual crimes and his horrible, horrible, dark secrets that he had. In all other respects, one of the most boring individuals that you could possibly, you know, magic up from the ether.
1: Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing, too is that, like, Jared, the only thing that Jared has ever done in his life up until this point, or really, I guess always, because now he's sitting in fucking jail, Mm -hmm. is lose weight eating Subway sandwiches. That's it. So, like, when Subway tries to pivot away from him, there's like he's not qualified to do anything else. He's just in the business now, and that business is being Jared Fogle, and he's literally had uh, another—he hasn't had another job. He's Subway Jared. He is Subway Jared. He
0: is Subway Jared.
1: And so facing a diminished role as the official face of Subway— Naturally, he turns to the world of
0: philanthropy. He starts the Jared Fogel Foundation, a proud sponsor of this show and other <laughs> NPR affiliates.
1: Yeah, that's in 2004. And it's the whole, it's ostensibly focusing on education and childhood obesity. Although we'll get into this foundation a little bit more in the next episode.
0: You know, he gets married, he gets divorced. He's sort of living this dream, but it's a really strange kind of dream, right? It's not the sort of life I think that I or anyone I know would ever really want to live. And five years into the foundation, so around 2009, he hires a man named Russell Taylor to run the foundation.
1: Here's the thing, though. Russell Taylor is a pedophile. And so is Jared Fogle.
0: Hey, bozo! You heard that motherfucking gone. That means the trailer is over. But check this out. We got a funky little – I say funky about 10,000 times in this episode, by the way. I'm sorry. We have a funky little uh, thing that's new on our goddamn little Patreon. Go to www.patreon.com slash trueanonpod, and you can sign up for a one-week free trial of this freaking podcast show, and you can listen to our entire back catalog and this current locked Patreon episode. I love you. Could you please
1: give us your name? Girl, girl. Could you please give us your name? Could you please give us your name? Cure it, Cure it, Fogel. Cure it, Cure it, Cure